Good evening, everyone. Let me say thank you on behalf of the entire 80% coalition and all the people of Milwaukee and from all around Wisconsin for coming out this evening to unite and to start the process of healing. My name is Daryl Morin. I'm the National President of Ford Latino and the lead organizer for the 80% Coalition, an organization that's dedicated to improving public safety throughout our state. I'd like to start off really quick by acknowledging all of our 80% Coalition members. Please raise your hands and wave to the crowd. I see you all mixed in there, and I think we got some back here as well. So thank you. Can we give them a round of applause? Really. Them, the mayor's office, the Milwaukee Police Department, the Department of Public Works have really moved mountains over the last three days to make tonight a reality. So tonight, tonight we come together, not of people of color, not as black or brown or yellow or white. We come together, not as Republicans or Democrats, not people that live in urban areas or in rural areas. We come together as Milwaukeeans. We come together as Wisconsinites. And we've gathered, you know, in the past we've gathered to celebrate the successes of our sports teams or other great achievements. But what really sets Wisconsin apart is that we come together when, we're, when people, when others are in their darkest hours when they have the hard time seeing the light and reaching out to the hope. So tonight, we come together to listen, to pray, and not just for five families, but there were six families that have absolutely been devastated by this tragedy. And we come together pledging that as a community, that we will look out for our brothers and sisters that we will give them the support they need while they grieve, while they mourn, and help them along their path to healing so that they have the strength to get out of bed in the morning, to walk into work, or as a child, walk back into your school and see all your classmates. Tonight, we will show those families that we are here with love and support. And in doing so, we will show the nation what it means to be Milwaukee strong. Thank you. Now to start tonight's program, it's my great honor to introduce a true champion of human dignity. Please put your hands together and welcome U.S. Senator Tammy Baldwin. give thanks to my good friend Daryl for inviting me to join the greater Milwaukee community tonight. And I also want to express my gratitude for Forward Latino 80% Coalition for organizing this event and the work they do every day to build a stronger and united Milwaukee. I want to give thanks to uh, Gwen and Tom for their leadership 
in bringing our community together. And I want to thank our friends, our brothers and sisters in labor, and the nonprofit leaders who stand with us tonight. And thank you to the leaders of our faith communities for the guidance and wisdom you are providing our community as we grieve and unite and heal. The Miller Valley sits at the heart of our Milwaukee community, and we join together tonight heartbroken. Scripture tells us, blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Tonight, we mourn and find comfort in each other. We stand united to remember and honor the victims. We hold their families in our hearts, the parents, the spouses, children, siblings, and friends who now carry the weight of losing a loved one. Tonight we stand together, Milwaukee strong, to let them know that we are with them, to help them carry that weight. Some will tell us that in the wake of this tra tragedy, we should do nothing, just as they tell us that we should do nothing in the face of gun violence that has taken far too many lives in Milwaukee, in Wisconsin, and across our country. But tonight, we stand, Milwaukee strong, inspired by the strength we find in each other and the strength we gain by facing this tragedy and loss together, and the strength and power we have when we work together, united, to rise above it. And now I'd like to introduce my dear friend, Congresswoman Gwen Moore. Dana Walk, Trevor West Salar, Huddy Hudson, Hezu Valle Jr., and my dear friend of 25 years, Jean Lefschitz. I speak their names to remember them, to cherish them, and to preserve them in our hearts and minds. And more importantly, to remember their rich lives taken off so suddenly and senselessly. I attended the final rites for my dear friend Jean today with Congregation Shalom. And it made me mindful, it was a beautiful service and a writing by Sylvan Cammers and Rabbi Jack Reamer. And the rising of the sun and in its going down, we remember them. 
From the moment I wake till I fall asleep, all that I do is remember them. In the blowing of the wind, in the chill of winter, we remember them. On the frigid days of winter, and the moments I breathe the cold air, I warm myself with their embrace and remember them. In the opening of the buds and the rebirth of spring, we remember them. As the days grow longer and the outside becomes warmer, I am more awake and I remember them. Now the mayor of our great city, Mayor Tom Barrett. Thank you all for being here tonight, Daryl. Thank you very much for organizing this to all the organizers. Thank you very, very much. It is very, very important that we as a community come together. Come together so we can pray for these individuals who lost their lives in a fashion that none of us none of us could ever imagine. It's important for us to be here tonight to support their loved ones who are feeling the sense of loneliness, of terror, of anger, of frustration. We need to be there for them. It is important for us to be here tonight for their coworkers so that they know that this community all faiths of this community are together to support them. And today was a sunny day. It was unseasonably warm. It was a beautiful day. And it's hard to imagine a beautiful, unseasonable day coupled with unspeakable tragedy. It's somehow, as human beings, we're asked to put these two things together because we must go on as a community. We must remember these individuals, but we must go on as a community together. And everyone here, everyone here knows that there's too much domestic violence in our community, in our country, in this world. Everyone here knows that there's too much workplace violence. Everyone here knows that there's too much senseless street violence. And we must come together. What I hope comes out of this tonight is that we are stronger as a community because we take the time to understand each other. For someone whose background or religion or race or upbringing is different from our own, that we reach out. This is the time where we need to come together as a community. Because not only do we want people in our city to be safe, we want them to feel safe. And that's on us. That's on us. So I want to thank all of you for being here tonight. I want to thank the labor leaders. I want to thank the elected officials. I want to thank the faith leaders. But most of all, I want to thank our residents who understand that at this time, 
more than ever, it's important for us to be there for each other. So with that, I'd like to bring up Pardeep Kalika, who brings our faith community together. Pardeep. Good evening. Thank you for being out tonight. I know that our faith feels like it's being tested. And when the tragedies like this strike, it does the heart well to know that we have faith leaders who are ready to step up. So for our interfaith unity prayer, I would like to introduce Bishop Paul Erickson, Greater Milwaukee Synod of the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America. Ahmed Qureshi, past president of the Islamic Society of Milwaukee. Rabbi Moshe Stegman, Wisconsin Council of Rabbis, the Jewish Community. Bishop Jeffrey Haynes, Rector of the Cathedral of St. John the Evangelist. Auxiliary Bishop, the Archdiocese of Milwaukee. Reverend Walter Lanier, Pastor, Progressive Baptist Church, Pastors United. Reverend Kevin Stewart, Deacon, Episcopal Diocese of Milwaukee. Reverend Raven Gumbel, Resident Priest of the Buddhist Peace Fellowship. Reverend Jennifer Nordstrom, Senior Minister, First Unitarian Society of Milwaukee. Dr. Swarnjeet Singh Arora, Retired Professor, Sikh Religious Society and Sikh Temple of Wisconsin. Janan Najib, President of the Milwaukee Muslim Women's Coalition. Sarvesh Gedham, Hindu Temple of Wisconsin. And Reverend Dr. John Richard Walton, Jr., Pastor, Calvary Baptist Church of Milwaukee and American Baptist Churches of Wisconsin. Let us pray. Creator God, we come to you this evening as a broken people. We lament the broken lives, broken dreams, broken families, and broken communities that were shattered by the violence last week in Miller Valley. We pray, dear God, that you might gather us together, the broken pieces that make up this fragile and beautiful city. Fashion out of our brokenness a mosaic that bears witness to our resiliency and cements our commitment to building a new community in which reconciliation, understanding, peace, and healing are available to each and every one of us. Teach us how to live together in the unity that only you can provide. Amen. There is a foundational principle for all Islamic moral values, and that foundational principle is the principle of oneness. We all are coming from one creator who created all of us. We are all one humanity. We are all brothers and sisters. We all have one common kind of origin, and we have one destiny as well when we are going to be gathered all together at the end. And we're here this evening because we have lost some members of our family in a tragedy that's the kind that has been repeated all too often, not only in the Milwaukee community, but in our nation and in the world as a whole. And what kind of problems do we encounter in our lives 
that creates such enmity and tragedy and division. It's something that we all must look for our own faith tradition, but there's something that our faith traditions teach all of us, and that is that mercy and love overcomes hate. And we pray that mercy and love soothe the hearts of the victims, and that we pray that it soothes the divisions in our community and in humanity in general. Amen. This Sabbath in the Jewish calendar is a special Shabbat. It's called Shabbat Zachor, the Sabbath of remembrance. And we remember the story from Deuteronomy of the Amalekite people who viciously and horrifically attacked the defenseless and helpless Israelites. This Shabbat also inspires us, though, that we need not be helpless victims in our lives. That we can and must be active agents in our own destiny and our own salvation. Dear God, we, this Milwaukee community, has gathered here today, here, now, to mourn and to grieve. And it is my hope and my prayer that we may come together again tomorrow in advocacy and in prayer in control of our own destiny so that the next time that we as a Milwaukee community stand together outside this illustrious city hall, we do so in peace, in harmony, even in celebration, and certainly in friendship. Can you hear us own? So may it be God's will. Amen. Amen. I begin with some words from Pope Francis. How do we undertake a journey of peace? How do we break the unhealthy mentality of threats and fears? We must identify and overcome our fears. We must shatter the culture of conflict through encounters with diversity. We must repent of our own failures, finding healing. As we journey through these transformations, we will find hope. We will send ripples of compassion into our community. And together, we will find the courage to speak boldly in love. And for that journey of peace, I now offer the prayer of St. Francis. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. It is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. There's a quote that I came across. It says, the closest bonds we will ever know are the bonds of grief. And the deepest community is one of sorrow. 
This morning I had the occasion to preach a sermon from Matthew chapter 9 and Jesus was walking amongst the people and it said that he saw them and he had compassion upon them and he didn't just see with his eyes but he knew them who he did not know. And so I want to pray a prayer based on that. Lord, we come before you this evening humbly, praying that you would draw us more closely together. And Lord, I pray that we would all pray this prayer, Lord, see me and answer my cry. But Lord, not only that you would see me, but that you would see others, that you would see them and answer their cry. And then, Lord, most importantly, that we would all draw together, all who are grieving, all who are in sorrow, all families, those who were shot, and even the family of the one who did the shooting, that you would see all of us, God, in our time of pain, sorrow, and tribulation, draw us closely together and hear our cry. Amen. Let us pray. Lord of all, we remember your promise. You will never leave us nor forsake us. Stay with us. We remember all who died. Grant to them eternal rest. We remember their families. Grant to them peace that passes understanding. We remember all who mourn. Give comfort and confidence in your goodness to meet the days to come. We remember we are Milwaukee strong. Give us strength to be strong. And we remember the words of another and the memories that haunt us, the anxieties that perplex us, the fears that stifle us, and the frustration of all the pain that weaves about within us. Lord, help us to see your peace in our turmoil your compassion in our weakness, and your love in our need. Touch us, Lord, with your healing power and grace. Amen. Our spiritual leaders have awakened to the fact that the universe is love. But the eyes of humans are covered over by ignorance and fear. The Buddha said, hatred never ends through hatred. By non-hate alone does it end. This is an ancient truth. We misunderstand often this message and we think that we need to protect ourselves from each other. But the opposite is true. Instead of arming ourselves with guns, we need to open our arms and turn towards each other with empathy and understanding. We know that everybody suffers in this dualistic world and the only way to overcome the suffering is through compassion and wisdom. Let us be still for a moment and reflect on the love that is within each of us. Thank you. As Unitarian Universalists, we believe that every human being has inherent worth and dignity and that we're all in this together in a web of all existence. 
I invite you to pray with me. Spirit of life and love, Holy One of our being and our becoming, that which is sacred within, among, and beyond us, comfort the grieving, mourn the dead, lift us up to your spirit that we might be instruments of peace. We pray for all of those who are afraid. We pray for those who are mourning. May they be comforted. We pray for our city, this place that we call home that has been torn by trauma and decades and decades of racism, loss upon loss, violence upon violence. We pray that your healing might come to us that our city might know repair and racial reconciliation and that these might lead us to peace. May we be instruments of that peace. May we be instruments of your love. May it be so. And amen. Sikh community of Wisconsin conveys our sincere condolences to all families who are suffering through all these losses which are going over time. As we say in our prayer, Dolante Rako Prabhu Nanak Dekarhat, that please God, don't let our heart be loose, that we don't want to be weak, and we always pray that give us strength to fight, strength to courage to stand up and fight for our dignity and rights. We also say over and over again that you are you are a beacon of light and with this take us through take us through this uh, trial period dear Vaigru, dear Lord Mehrkar, please give us be kind and be please give us courage and strength to strength to heal, strength to do the courage, so that we can come up with solution on gun violence. Mayor Kar, please be kind. Please, it's okay, thank you. Please, we say prayers. Uh, we go to our churches, we go to synagogues, we go to mosques, we go to Sikh temples, and sometime at workplaces we find that we go to look for peace of mind. But rather than getting peace of mind, we are always concerned that do we have enough security, that can we be safe? So that's not the way to have peace of mind. We always want to have peace of mind. So we say, God, give courage, give strength to our policymakers so they can come up with some solution. We know it's an impossible to solve each and every case of gun violence. But if our policymakers can come with some solution which can reduce gun violence, we will be so thankful to you, God. Please, please give them courage and strength. And, and at the end we say, Nanak Naam Shardi Kala Tere that we look for prayer and work best for each and every person in the universe. We are children of same God. 
whether we are Hindu, Muslim, Sikh, doesn't matter, Christian, doesn't matter, we are children, same God. Thank you, thank you. Assalamu alaikum. I greet you with the Muslim greeting of peace. Truly, it is in the remembrance of God's mercy and God's grace that our hearts find solace. We stand here together as children of different traditions, yet we are inheritors of a shared wisdom and brethren of a common humanity. Merciful God, we call upon you with all of your beautiful names and attributes. Bring healing to the brokenhearted and unity to our beloved city, nation, and world. God says in the Holy Quran, without a doubt, you will be tested with something of fear, hunger, loss of wealth, lives, and fruits. But give good tidings to the patient who when disaster strikes them say, indeed we belong to God and to God is our ultimate return. Those are the ones upon who are blessings and mercy from their Lord and it is those who are the rightly guided. We pray for those who are gone, for their families. May they find comfort in the cherished memories that live on. Let us pledge to put fear, hatred, and despair behind us and to allow love, unity, compassion, and understanding define us. We are Milwaukee strong. prayer from the Hindu community. I dedicate this prayer which came from Hindu Upanishads. Om Asatoma Sadgamaya Tamasoma Jyotirgamaya Mrutyorma Amrutangamaya Om Shanti 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 O Lord, keep me not in the phenomenal world of unreality, but make me walk towards the reality of eternal life. Keep me not in the ignorant state of darkness, but make me walk towards the light of spiritual knowledge. Keep me not in the world of mortality, but make me walk towards the world of immortality of self-realization. Om, peace, peace, peace. To the family and friends of the decedents, I am deeply humbled and honored to have been asked to say a few words as a Christian minister. Death is universal. Death places no value on political affiliation. Death doesn't need to run for election, and it will hold office until its incumbency ends according to God's schedule. Death is inescapable. It comes to all human beings, regardless of race, creed, or class. We all have an appointment. Only God knows 
which cannot be canceled or rescheduled due to any conflict, no matter how pressing. It doesn't care about our wants, our cares, desires, or our feelings. Death doesn't always give us the time we want to say the things we want to say and express the love we want to express. Death is a part of life we all must go through. The other day, death suddenly took your loved one away, but death can never take the precious and timeless memories you made together. Those memories will be a balm to soothe the painful loss you are feeling. They are a gift that you can reopen to relieve you whenever your loss seems overwhelming. May you find comfort in the words of the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 1, 3 through 4a, where it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us all in all our tribulation. Amen. Thank you to all the faith leaders. And now welcome to the stage, Chief Alfonso Morales. Take a moment to acknowledge some of the elected officials we have joining us this evening. So uh, we have uh, Grant uh, Langley, city attorney here, Senator Lena Taylor, uh, Alderman Scott Spiker, Senator Latanya Johnson, Representative David Bowen, uh, Alderman Michael Murphy. Um, I know we also have district attorney here, John Chisholm, representing the, the governor's office, uh, Edwin Huertas. Uh, can we give them a round of applause for coming out this evening as well, please? Thank you, thank you. Um, you know, it takes a special kind of person to rush into a situation that you know is filled with danger and peril and not knowing what you're gonna find. And earlier this week, we saw what true bravery is with our members of the Milwaukee Police Department, the County Sheriff's Department, the Milwaukee Fire Department, and so many other first responders. So it's my great honor to, to bring to the microphone right now, Milwaukee Police Chief Alfonso Morales. Thank you all. In the last two years, the Milwaukee Police Department has suffered and endured some tragic events. We're able to heal and move forward because the community and organizations such as Molson Coors came to assist us in that healing. Today, the first responders, both police and fire, are here to support the family of Molson Coors. We will agree with you and we'll be by your side because alone, you won't do it. You're gonna need the community, you're gonna need us to help you bring closure to such a tragic and horrible event. So for you, we pray for you, and may God bless you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Chief. Thank you. And to your men, God bless. Thank you. Now we have um, our representatives. Milwaukee, uh, Wisconsin's always been a strong union town, a strong union state, and our union brothers and sisters suffered great loss early this week. So to represent the unions here tonight, we have the president of the Milwaukee Area Labor Council, 
Pam Fentz. Good evening. I am here tonight to represent the Milwaukee Area Labor Council. It is truly wonderful to see all the solidarity and support that this gathering demonstrates. Our council encompasses unions that represent 25,000 workers. We assemble tonight to remember those who died, to lend support to their families, and to grieve together. These past five days have certainly demonstrated how Milwaukee is really just a big, small town. Everyone seems to know someone who works or worked at Miller Brewing. The outpouring of support for the workers that lost their lives on Wednesday has been significant. This vigil is just one of the many ways we have come together in the face of the tragic loss of life that our city has suffered. We also take time to thank the teams of first responders who reacted so quickly in Miller Valley. There is a saying that union members use, an injury to one is an injury to all. This week, the family of labor in Milwaukee has suffered heartbreak and sadness. We have also experienced the comfort of coming together to do what we can to be helpful and present for each other. Later this week, workers will begin to return to work at Molson Coors. As normalcy starts to return to our lives, we must not forget that as a country and as a community, we have some soul searching to do. My husband Patrick is a social worker and they have a saying, hurt people hurt people. There is work to be done to be our best selves, our best society. It is up to each of us individually and organizationally to figure out what we can do to improve our workplaces, make them safer, and our world a better place. On behalf of the Brewery Workers Local 9, IBEW Local 494, OPEIU Local 9, Steamfitters Local 601, Machinist Lodge 66 and Lodge 510, Laborers Local 113, and Workers United Local 122, all of the workers at Molson Coors. Thank you for being here today. As we go about our daily lives this week, let us take time to pause and remember Jean, 
Jesus, Dana, Trevor, Dale, and to hold their families and all their brothers and sisters at Molson Coors in our hearts. Thank you, Milwaukee Strong. Thank you, Thank you so much, Pam, for those words. We send our prayers to all of our families. Now on behalf of Micah, it's my great honor to introduce Reverend Marilyn Miller, President, Milwaukee Inner City Congregation Allied for Hope. Micah is 35 congregation, synagogues, and mosques who work together for justice in the greater Milwaukee area. And together we extend our sympathy to all of the victims and those affected in this mass shooting, including their families, friends, co-workers, and the communities of Milwaukee. In 2015, when we were inching towards 372 mass shootings in the United States, in which 475 people died and 1,870 were wounded, President Obama said, after one of them, the one thing we do know is that we have a pattern now of mass shootings in this country that has no parallel anywhere else in the world. The question is why? He said, this is not normal. We can't let it become normal. If we truly care about this, if we are going to offer up our thoughts and prayers again for God knows how many times with a clear conscience, then we have to do something. We are the only advanced country on earth that sees these kinds of mass shootings every few months. The United States is the only advanced nation on earth in which we do not have sufficient common sense gun safety laws, even in the face of repeated mass killings. In 2019, we had 417 mass shootings in the United States. The number is climbing higher. How much, how many is enough? The question many are asking is, what is it going to take to shift the thinking and acting of we the people to demand something different? It seems we are addicted to violence and these mass shootings need to be addressed. Our mass healing needs to be addressed. The structures and systems, the racism, the personal fear that have gotten us to this point have to be confronted by all of us. The time is now for us to deal with the brokenness between us that continues to lead us to this place that we are in today. May the Holy One whom we call by many names help us to change. Thank you, Reverend Miller. Once again, thank you everyone for coming together for this night of unity and healing. Our next speaker is the director for the Milwaukee Office of Violence Prevention. Please welcome Reggie Miller. Reggie Moore, sorry. 
Good evening. Although what has brought us here today is filled with profound grief and unimaginable pain, when I look over this crowd, what I see is undeniable hope and profound opportunity. Opportunity for healing, opportunity for understanding, and opportunity for unity. I want to offer my sincere condolences to the family, friends, and coworkers of everyone we are here to remember. As I've come to learn about each of their stories, it is obvious that every one of them was loved by friends, family, neighbors, and coworkers. Every life meant so much to so many people, and that should matter to all of us. Nobody should have to die for their lives to be valued or remembered. Every life on this planet is precious, and far too often senseless gun violence has tragically cut these lives too short. There is no greater threat to safety, health, and well-being of our communities than violence, and no one should ever fear abuse, injury, or homicide where they live, work, learn, or worship. We must be the peace that we so desperately seek, and we must be the peace that we so desperately need. We must be that peace in our families, in our neighborhoods, and anywhere that we are in community with one another. This has been an extremely difficult year so far in terms of violence in our city, but we must continue to commit our lives every day to manifest a world that our children and our grandchildren will be safe and proud to live in. I want to thank all of the advocates who are here on the stage, in the audience, in the community, and online watching, and across the country who are working to bring about a more peaceful and safe country and world. I want to thank Daryl Moran, Pardeep Kalika, and the entire 80% Coalition for your leadership on this critical issue. The City of Milwaukee Health Department, Office of Violence Prevention stands with you and everyone here today working for peace in our city. Today we mourn, tomorrow we stand, together we heal. Thank you. Thank you so much, Reggie, for those wonderful words and to your entire office for the tremendous work that you do. Our next speaker will be Mr. Tracy Dent, President of the Milwaukee Coalition Against Hate. Good evening. I had written a speech, but I think I should speak from the heart. And I think that's what's more important when you speak from the heart. My heart is hurting. My heart is hurting for the family of Mosin and Coors. My heart is hurting for the city of Milwaukee and the state of Wisconsin. We shouldn't have to be here today, but let's learn from this. Let's learn from this so this doesn't happen again. This is a great city. And one of the things that is lacking here in, in our city is unity, love, and respect. That's what's missing. Just, just like today and how cold it is, is how we are to one another of even dif different races. We have to change that. We are unified together to show respect, love for most of the Corps family. And like I said, my heart goes out to every last one of them. Um, I, one of the things I want to do is do a chant because, you know, we are one Milwaukee. Regardless of what ethnic background we are, we are family. And I want to everybody to say after me, unity. 
No, I don't even sound right. There's too many people out here. Come on. Unity. Unity. Love. Love. Respect. Respect. Unity. Unity. Love. Love. Respect. Respect. One Milwaukee. Thank you. Thank you, Tracy. Now, um, the executive director for the Wisconsin anti-violence effort, Ms. Jerry Bonavia. Good evening. My comments tonight are for all who are hurting, especially the family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers of the victims. We know your grief. We know it from our own experiences with the past tragedies at the Sikh Temple, Azana Spa, the Sheraton Hotel, and from those that occur far too often in the homes and streets of our own neighborhoods. We feel your grief. We feel the weight of it in our hearts, in our very bones. And we hear your grief. And for us, it is a clarion call to a greater purpose, a purpose that arises from our deep, unwavering belief that all of us have the right to live our lives free of gun violence, a purpose that ultimately we will achieve. Because when we, when good and decent people unite no bullet can penetrate our determination. No gunman, and certainly no gun lobbyist, can stop us. Okay. I know this to be true because history tells us it's true. History tells us it might take a month, it might take a year, it might take longer, but history tells us that when good people come together to fight for the common good, when they come together to fight for all that is decent and just, for all that is humane, all that is righteous, then those people, ultimately, those people will win. So tonight, we say, we hear your grief, we feel your grief, we know your grief. And we have united here to humbly offer to help you carry that heavy burden and to work together for that safer, better world that we all deserve. Because when we stand together, our shoulders are broad, our backs are strong. We are Miller strong and united we are Milwaukee strong. Thank you. Thank you so much for that, Jerry. Our next speaker is someone who tragically knows what it is to lose a close, a close loved one. Please welcome Carrie Pennebaker, survivor from every town for gun safety. Carrie. Good evening, everyone. Before I get started, I wanted to uh, speak to the men in the audience. We men need to do a better job of asking for help, of asking for someone to step in and let us know that we are okay and it is okay to not be okay. 
Please call someone. Call the 24-hour suicide prevention lifeline if you have to. It has saved my life. And you are no less of a man if you ask for help. It is courage to go ask for help. So please, please go do that. I am not unmindful of the pain that these five families are having to go through. I'm also not unmindful that since 2014, over 165 shootings have happened within a one-mile radius of Miller. That is 27 people on average that were shot. That means, on average, there's five Miller mass shootings per year. This is not acceptable to me. This can never be normal. We should not accept this as being simply okay. This is not just another night, another vigil. We have got to do something about this. I'm also not unmindful that today marks the 55-year mark of the Bloody Sunday when folks walked across the bridge to fight for our right to vote. I'm asking you to think about the 70-plus people that were shot in Milwaukee last year, the 21 that have been shot to this date so far this year, the 100-plus that are shot every single day in this country, and go vote for them. They deserve your voice. They deserve your vote because they no longer have the ability to do that because a bullet stole their lives. There are too many people in this country that are going to have a Christmas dinner without their loved one. There are too many people in this city who are brokenhearted on a daily basis. There are too many people, too many children, afraid to go to school because they may be shot and killed. Now, there are too many people afraid to simply go to work. I don't accept that, and neither should you. Go vote on this. You want to be Milwaukee strong? Then vote for it. Thank you. Our next speaker, well, wait a minute, it finally got here. Come on up, Pardeep, please, come on up. I want to share this with everyone. Okay. We need more people willing to stop and ask for help. This is the Milwaukee County Crisis Helpline. 414-257-7222. If tonight, if you feel like it's too much to bear, pick up the phone, make a call. You are not alone. This goes to everybody here tonight, as well as all of those watching at home. We also ask, if you could flip it around real quick, this is the verified GoFundMe account. If you want to do something tangible, if you can, we ask you to help meet the goal of $1 million to give these families something to move forward with. Once again, the verified account at GoFundMe.com, just simply type into the search Miller Valley Survivors Fund. Earlier this evening, we were up to $687,000. Can we give that a round of applause? $687,000. Together, we can make the million a reality. So thank you very much for that. Our next speaker. Boy, I'm so glad to see all of our young people getting involved today. Ms. Linnea Stanton from March for Our Lives, Wisconsin. 
Hello. Thank you. I have been working with young people in the fight to end gun violence for about two years now, and it never gets easier to hear the stories of heartbreak and tragedy. The harsh reality of planning vigils and actions in response to acts of violence never hurts less, and watching another city become a trending hashtag never becomes normalized. And through all of this, there is an indescribable feeling when suddenly the hashtag becomes your city and the vigil you're planning is a response to violence in your own backyard. Uh, I was at school when I first heard the news of the shooting and I immediately felt a, my stomach sink as I realized that less than 10 minutes away from me, people's lives were changed forever. I felt sick when I realized that Milwaukee was beginning to trend. For myself and so many others, we turned to action in organizing in response to tragedy. Now, I understand that this is not the case for everyone, but I do realize that everyone who showed up today felt compelled to act in some way, or else I would not be speaking to you all. As one of the younger people up here today, I want to ask you one thing. Look to the person to your right and to your left. Look to the person in front of you and behind you and ask yourself, what is one thing that you can do to make tomorrow a little better for that person? Milwaukee has a vast and beautiful web of people that is built on love and community. And that's why we're all here today. And we all have a responsibility to make tomorrow a little brighter for everyone. Now, it doesn't have to be a big or radical act. It could be taking political action. It could be giving resources to a local organization. It could be taking your coworker to coffee and learning a little bit more about them. Or it could be as simple as giving your child an extra hug before bed tonight. But whatever you do, please act. Act with love and act with intention. Use every emotion you are feeling right now to make a better tomorrow. How we act is how we respond and how we heal as a community and how we change the narrative from being just another trending hashtag. How we act directs how we move forward, stronger, and together. And I hope how all of us act after today continues to lead Milwaukee to a safer and stronger tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you, Linnea, and March for Our Lives. Now, I shared earlier the crisis helpline. Here's the person who actually helps manage that and make it possible. Ms. Martha Gollin-Graves, President of Mental Health America. Thank you. Good evening. I know at times like this, it's so hard to wrap our heads around such tragedy. Sometimes we want a specific reason as to why these things happen and why we are involved and have to deal with such trauma. Um, I think it's really important that we make sure that we don't jump to conclusions and we want to remember that less than 4% of our general population who live with a mental illness are violent. I think it's so easy to want to point fingers, but we want to remember that being well in mental health and wellness is important for all of us. I'm guessing some of us right now aren't sure what to do next or how to get back to some sense of normalcy. We all process trauma, traumatic events differently, but it's really important to remember a few things as we go along in the next few days. 
It's really important to keep talking about it. It's really important to gather in the way that we are this evening, especially for children. It's important that we strive for balance in our lives right now. So continue trying to do the things that seem uh, that are what you normally do or are part of your daily routine. Um, I encourage folks to take a break from the media, from social media, from the news. Sometimes just step back because um, we get bombarded with all the information. And most importantly, I want us to all remember to honor your feelings. There is no right or wrong way to feel at times like this. It's only import important that we come together. Um, and I want to remind folks that my organization, like many other mental health organizations in the community, are a resource. Mental Health America has therapists who are trained to deal with traumatic ex experiences. Um, but as it was said previously, if you need support or help tonight, the Milwaukee County Crisis Line is available. It's just a phone call away. Again, that number is 414-257-7222. And I just want to say peace be with all of you. Thank you. Thank you so much for all the great you work, you and your entire team do. So now the moment we've all been waiting for. Could I invite all the speakers onto the stage and all our elected officials? Come on up. If you have a candle, now is the time to light it. And at this point, I'm going to turn the microphone over to Pardeep Kalika to officially announce the, the candle lighting. So for those that do not have their candles lit, please look to your neighbor next to you, light your candle. This is an embodiment and a passing of light. For those that uh, maybe have standing, have been standing next to your neighbor and haven't uh, met, talk to one another. This is a good chance to get to know one another. And I would like to introduce Carrie to sing our song. Amazing grace. the sound that saved a wretch like me I was, was lost but Thus far, 
Please observe a moment of silence for all those lives lost. Thank you. Peace and grace can seem so fragile, so elusive, yet the human heart longs for it. We long to be connected in what seems to be a divided, disconnected world. Tonight and going forward, we all have a responsibility. We have a responsibility to reach out, look at someone and have them know that you see them. You see their entire being. You see their divine light. Talk with someone. Show them that they are worth communicating with. Shake hands. Hug. Embrace one another tonight. Show them that they are valued and loved. We are gathered here because we lost six souls. Their families will continue to grieve them long after this vigil is done. As we return to work tomorrow, these families will go on with a new normal. And if we don't become better as a society, from their sacrifice, then their lives will be lost in vain. You have incredibly committed leaders here political leaders, faith leaders, community leaders, young youth activists. However, the most important leader is locked up inside all of you. It took a mass shooting on August 5th, 2012 for me to understand that. It doesn't take a mass shooting for you to understand that. We truly are our brothers and our sisters' keepers. However, it's easy for us to see our brothers and sisters and those that look like us, walk like us, talk like us, dress like us, and believe like us. The spiritual challenge that you have in front of you as Milwaukeeans, as Wisconsinites, and as U.S. citizens is to see your brother and sister and those that don't look like you, walk like you, talk like you, dress like you, nor believe like you, but yet you know deep down inside that they're just like you. God created diversity to challenge us. 
as I look at the faces, this is a beautiful crowd. You are God's people. There are people that you will only be able to touch tomorrow as you go back to your lives. Go back, not just inspired, but go back committed. There's somebody else out there who is suffering, who's feeling rejected, dejected by society. Reach one, teach one, each one. That is our call. Peace and grace can only be achieved once you can look at the next person next to you in their eyes and see that divine light. I will challenge you to do that right now. Look to your neighbor to your right or your left and just look at them with eyes of compassion, kindness, love, and ultimately connection. The light that you hold, please hold it up. The light that you hold is an embodiment of lives lost. Oftentimes we say energy cannot die. It can only be transformed. Those six souls continue to be with us. The lives that you have lost in your own personal lives continue to be with us. They are our guiding strength. And please go out into the world and shed your light. God bless. That, con that concludes our evening ceremony. Thank all of you once again for coming out. I want to thank um, once again all of the leaders we have here, the 80% coalition members, our partners, the mayor's office, uh, the Milwaukee Police Department, uh, DPW, everyone who made it possible. Thank you all once again. God bless and good night.